the single biggest factor in succeeding with your organizing, your planning, your project goals, when every other time you failed? What is the magic bullet difference? Well, today we're going to talk about that. Hey, welcome to Joy Loving Home, the podcast where we strive to plan our schedules and organize our homes while being intentionally flexible so that we can leave space in our lives for spontaneous joy. I'm Joy Reidenauer, professional organizer and flexible planning strategist. I have a heart for helping stay-at-home moms who feel overwhelmed and can't figure out where the time goes while their kids are at school. If you are ready to lean into your chaos and simplify your home, then you're in the right place. And don't worry, I know from experience that rigid schedules, daily habits, and strict routines don't work for you because they didn't work for me either. If you want to stay flexible, live in the moment, and prioritize the people in your life over the things, then I'm so glad you've joined me as we create a joy-loving home together. So last week, I promised to do a deep dive on accountability. Yes, accountability, I will stand by as the game changer when it comes to actually accomplishing your goals. And for those of you who are like, what? It's not really that big of a deal. That's because you have an internal mechanism in which you are capable of holding yourself accountable for getting those dreams and goals accomplished in little steps and moving yourself forward and pushing through your goals. And if that is describing you, (laughs) you're in the wrong place. There are lots of fantastic self-motivating podcasts out there and I wish you well as you go find your place. But if you struggle with this, as I have, and you really want to explore what a difference accountability can make, then welcome. I'm really, really glad you're here to explore this with me. And today's going to be an interesting one because it will sound like a bit of name dropping, not because I know any of these people, but because I want to provide you with some resources of folks that are much more uh, well-researched and experienced in this area that have been aha moments for me, and I want you to have access to all of their wonderful content as well. I will do my best to put links into the podcast notes so that you can get to these items. And um, just a side note, learning to do a new skill with an audience is such a weird phenomenon. Learning to podcast, you hear these people when you listen to podcasts going, oh, the the links are in the show notes as if that's just a nothing. But when you're brand new at it, I'm not actually sure how to make links in my show notes yet, but I will learn before I hit publish on this and hopefully have that ready for you. So anyway, I digress. The first aha moment I had was when I watched a TED Talk called Inside the Mind of a Master Procrastinator by Tim Urban. And if you have not listened to TED Talks before, they're fabulous. If you have not listened to this particular TED Talk before, it is 15 minutes long, it is hilarious, and it is enlightening if you are somebody who has struggled with procrastination. He, in that TED Talk, discusses uh, basically what the absence of accountability, he doesn't call it accountability, I will not ruin it for you. Um, I hope you will go watch it. It's so good that you can even pause it right me right now and just go listen. But if you've seen it before and you know what I'm talking about, you know that if you look at your life and the moments when you can't seem to get yourself rolling, his description of the 
problem with procrastinators will feel exactly like he is talking about you. And that was a huge one. The second aha moment I had was when I listened to Gretchen Rubin's The Four Tendencies book and her subsequent podcast where she brings up items on the four tendencies a lot. If you have heard of that before or you want to familiarize yourself with it and the things that I talk about sound familiar, then you are an obliger. And obligers need external accountability in order to meet both internal and external expectations. So as obligers, I started looking back on my life as to when I had the most success at getting things done, at accomplishing my goals, at at feeling like I was operating like most people seem to do around me who are successful. And so in school, I would pull the last minute all-nighter, but I would always get the assignments turned in on time. That was because I was accountable to the teacher. I was better at it in college because I went to a very tiny university where most of my classes were a one-to-nine ratio, and you had to have read the material. You had to show up because you were going to get called on, and they were going to notice if you were absent. And that kind of accountability allowed me to actually really thrive as a student in college. The next sort of moment I can glance back on in my job, uh, I was an elementary school teacher first, and I was on it for my lessons. I was on it more so the stricter my principal was than my sort of laissez-faire principles. So I can look back and realize those were kind of big moments. Looking back in my parenting, because I have an arc of 21 years to look back over, uh, when the kids were in that sort of survival mode, I was on it because you don't have a choice. A screaming baby is an amazing form of accountability. As they got older and more independent, and I would start to kind of slip on, oh, your teacher needed that today? Oh, no. Let me scramble and get that together. You could sort of apologize and turn something in, you know, at the last minute, and nobody was really holding you accountable. And then I noticed as a stay-at-home mom, and this is why in my intro you hear I have a heart for stay-at-home moms, particularly those with school-aged children, if you are left to your own devices, your thought is that, wow, I'm going to get so much done. And then you blink and it's time to pick the kids back up and you've actually accomplished nothing. It's because you have no one to report to, no one who knows whether you were working towards each and every goal you had set aside for yourself. And that lack of external accountability is horrible for people who actually need it. So when I look back at my you know, those moments where that accountability was put in place, then I could see the difference in the success. So you might be wondering, okay, great story, but what does this have to do with me? And what I want you to do is actually look back and take inventory for yourself. Look back at your moments. I know you have had those where you were on it, whether just out of sheer survival or out of feeling like you were really clicking on all cylinders. And then I want you to contrast those with the moments where you felt like things have been a real struggle. The the lack of actual accomplishment in your goals, in your just day-to-day existence was lacking. And hold that up against the framework of what was your accountability metric. If you were in a scenario like being a stay-at-home mom with school-aged children. And the reason why I say school-aged children is because if you have babies at home, don't hold yourself to anything. Just be in that moment. Be in that life. They grow up so fast, you have plenty of time to worry about your house and your dreams for things outside of your children later. Right now, that's all about them. But sorry, I digress again. 
once you look back on your life and you try and say, where were the moments of accountability and lack of accountability? And how did I react to those different moments? If you're noticing that pattern of, yeah, I did. I actually did have moments where it was on it. Then I want you to consider that you're also an obliger. Consider that you need that outside accountability. There is no shame in that. It is just the reality of how your mind clicks and how your expectations work. And if you want to explore again more about Gretchen Rubin, there are three other types. There are rebels, there are upholders, and there are questioners. All fascinating stuff. Again, I'll I'll link her in the show notes. But for those of us who are obligers, I want us to band together. I want to be here for you and conversely for me to start to actually take some tactical steps with some accountability to accomplish some of our goals. So how are we going to do this? Well, without me involved in the picture, some simple things you can do for you involve creating some actual deadlines by putting some things on a calendar. And I don't mean right on a calendar, get the living room organized by November 10th. That's still holding yourself accountable. That doesn't help. What does help is literally call the family Say, hey, I would love to host Thanksgiving this year. Everybody come to my house. We'll all sign up for different parts of the meal. I just want to host and I want to have you here. Guess what that's going to do for you? That is going to suddenly put you in some hyperdrive to get at least the main space in your house ready for dinner guests. And if Thanksgiving seems like way too big of a goal to start with, then host a little get together in October, invite a neighbor over in September, do something small that will help you get little pieces of your home together because you know people are going to be walking through the door. Sign up a friend to help you. If you have another friend that is also an obliger and you can lean on each other because you don't have to be embarrassed because you're both in the same situation, that's awesome. My only caveat to the friend is we pick a good enough friend, we know we can let them down and they still love us. And I don't want you to miss on the chance to really actually get that accountability. So where I actually jump back into your life here is I have started a Facebook group, Planning and Home Organization for Stay-at-Home Moms, also known as the Joy Living Home Podcast Community. Look me up, join in, We're going to start in September and we can collectively as a group choose the spaces and start to hold each other accountable with no judgment, nothing but love and help and support and joy for helping each other accomplish some goals. Go to bit.ly slash joylovinghomecommunity. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash joy loving home community request to join i'll send you a little questionnaire three quick simple steps and you're in and you can start joining me on this journey and joining a wonderful community of ladies who all want the accountability together cannot wait to see you there and until then leave space in your life for spontaneous joy